Hi, this is Jerome Gil Martin, JMJ Catholic Radio, bringing local and EWTN Catholic programming to northeastern and central Pennsylvania. And now, let's listen to the My Jesus Mercy program with Joe Grady. Joe? Okay, thank you, Jerry, as always, for your kind introduction and your faithfulness for being the um, producer and technician of our radio programs. I say ours, I'm speaking of also my beloved Mary-Kate, and I can echo these sentiments uh, for Mary-Kate, my daughter, in whom you did a pre-recording today of a program with your her special guest, Mr. Matt Nickel, who is the one that is the guiding light at the Divine Mercy Farm at the City of God here on Mary's Land. And I believe that program will air, Beloved in Christ, 5 p.m. on Saturday evening. So please tune in. And Jerry said uh, it was a wonderful program. So uh, if Jerry said so, I believe it. Yeah, so please tune in and be a listener to that and hear of this journey of Mr. Matt Nichols' life and where he is at now with us at the City of God on Mary's Land at Divine Mercy Farm and uh, the future home, of course, of the Carmelite nuns. So keep that all in your good prayers. And, uh, you know, this is uh, a real joy for me because of your tender hearts, your generous hearts, who are open to the voice of the Holy Spirit and the Father's providential care, and I speak of our funeral expense bill for my beloved wife, Anna, now has been paid off, thanks to you, the beloved family of mercy. That's the funeral bill. We still have a little to pay off for our casket, and I'll talk to you about that. And we hope to have our friend Marcus, Marcus Daly, on, who makes these beautiful divine mercy caskets and Marian caskets. They're absolutely magnificent. And we're blessed to have my beloved wife Anna laid to rest in that. And you know, a lot of times in these funeral parlors, they're not praying anymore. Well, if you read this casket, you're going to be saying a prayer. That's how we should leave this world in prayer from our hearts. And again, we want to thank our good friends for James A. Catholic Radio, Ed and Carol, for giving us this opportunity to proclaim God's mercy in this, the hour of divine mercy, most powerful hour of the day, and that's three to four o'clock, is the time when his mercy triumphed over his justice. And as Jerry mentioned, my name is Joe Grady from my Jesus Mercy Ministries, and I'm the poor really poor caretaker of the city of God on Mary's land. And some of the fellows have been working, doing some construction for the Carmelite nuns. They said, oh, you, you own this property? I said, no, I'm the poor caretaker. I said, this property is owned by Jesus and Mary. And he's given this land to his mother. And that's the truth, the whole truth. So we're going to pray the chapel of divine mercy in just a moment or two. I'd like to pray for some who have asked prayers of us. And just to mention that we are adoring our most merciful king right here from the city of God on Mary's land to the city of Mary in Poland, Neapokalana, by way of the Internet. What a great grace. And really a fulfillment of the Lord's 
John's Gospel where he said that you will do greater things than I have done only because of his spirit that he has sent to us to do these great things to proclaim the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth in season and out of season so this day you'll be hearing the program although we're pre-recording it a day before but this day will be the feast of St. Catherine Drexel which I am blessed to be also a part of not only St. Mary Magdalene's parish, but St. Catherine Drexel's parish in Pleasant Mount. And I originally am from Philadelphia, of course, was the home of St. Catherine Drexel, and I had a very close tie with the good sisters of St. Catherine Drexel, the older ones, who really were there with St. Catherine Drexel and expounded on the great love that she had for the Holy Eucharist and Holy Mother of the Church. Okay, but we are 2,762 days into the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary to the glory of the Most Holy Trinity. And some who have asked prayers for us we're going to pray for John, who has cancer. We're going to pray for our good brother Jimbo and his many prayer intentions and for Jimbo's health. We're going to pray for Sarah, who has some mental issues. And we're going to pray for Jerry Jargon, who is dying. So we say for Jerry, of blood and water, which gushed forth in the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you, the blood and water, which gush forth in the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you, the blood and water, which gush forth in the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. Also, we're going to pray for a Bishop O'Connell of L.A., who was um, basically assassinated and could possibly be the first martyr in the United States as far as bishops are concerned. And I get this information by way of Jesse Romero. And Jesse had a great conversion. A lot of you will know who Jesse Romero is. And Jesse was, I think, for close to 30 years, a detective in the L.A. Police Department. And Bishop O'Connell was assassinated by the New World Disorder. Yeah, they're going to tell you one thing about what happened, but Jesse will tell you the real story. So if you ever listen to that podcast about Bishop O'Connell, like the last two years in his life, I won't give it all away, but the last two years of Bishop O'Connell's life, he became a wonderful ordinary the diocese, the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. Bishop O'Connell at one time was a very, very, very unorthodox liberal bishop who was for having women as priests, as having homosexuals as priests. But then uh, this gentleman by the name of Bear Owens, you might have heard of him. He also had a conversion. He was a surfer out in California. And he introduced into Bishop O'Connell's life 
and I'll say this, and I need say no more. And he introduced into his life uh, Father Chad Rippinger. And after his meeting with Father Chad Rippinger, the good Bishop O'Connell did a 360. In the last two years of his life, he was a very orthodox bishop. If you get to listen, listen to that podcast with Jesse Romero, it's well worth a listen. Very, very edifying and very St. Paul-like of what happened with Bishop O'Connell before he left this world. Okay, beloved, now we're going to pray the Chaplet of the Divine Mercy. And we pray this, as you well know, with the intention of the end of abortion and the culture of death. When we do, we receive a superabundance of grace as given to us by our beloved Pope of fond memory. I speak of St. John Paul II. And as I have mentioned to you before, with the overturning of Roe, a big curse has been lifted on our land, but the agents of death are still at it, disciples of Satan. They are relentless, as now they are pushing to have the kill pill, all right? It's not yet sold in the big drugstore uh, conglomerates, but it might be on the way. And if it does come to that, we will let you know. But we must pray that this pronounced evil will not happen. But the secular humanists, whose engine is well-oiled by money, they are the blood suckers of this world. And their God is filthy lucre. See, at this time in salvation history, beloved, until the time of the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, Satan will be screeching and screaming and kicking until his time is done. So, yes, a great curse has been lifted from our land by way of the overturning of Roe, but the agents of death, disciples of Satan, they will not stop because they are of their father, the liar and the murderer from the beginning. So now let us pray from our heart for the end of abortion and this insidious culture of death. As we say, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Expire, Jesus, but the source of life gushed forth for souls, and an ocean of mercy opened up for the whole world. The fount of life, unfathomable divine mercy, envelop the whole world, empty yourself out upon us, the blood and water which gushed forth in the heart of Jesus, as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you, the blood and water which gushed forth in the heart of Jesus, as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you, the blood and water which gushed forth in the heart of Jesus, as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. And we say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Spread the effect of grace of thy flame of love over all of humanity, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven, sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Eternal Father, I offer to thee the body and blood, soul, and divinity of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal Father, I offer to thee the body and blood, soul, and divinity of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world, for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And on the whole world, for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And on the whole world, for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And on the whole world, for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And on the whole world, for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us, and on the whole world, for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us, and on the whole world, for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us, and on the whole world, eternal Father, I offer to thee the body and blood, soul, and divinity of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us, 
and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and doing the whole world, eternal Father, I offer to thee the body and blood, soul and divinity of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and do on the whole world, eternal Father, I offer to thee the body and blood, soul and divinity of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and do on the whole world, Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world, Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world, 
eternal God, and whom mercy is endless, and the treasury of compassion inexhaustible, look kindly upon us, increase your mercy in us, that in difficult moments we might not despair nor become despondent, but with great confidence submit ourselves to your most holy will, which is love and mercy itself. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. And thank you, Jesus, for dying for our sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now we continue in that mode of prayer, beloved. We pray 33 times. Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of God, the Eternal Father. And from our hearts, once again, let us make reparation for the most grievous sin of our age. The outright denial of of the kingship of Jesus Christ as Lord. Only he is Lord. No persons, no places, no things. The incarnate Son of God is to be worshipped, adored, glorified. All else is idolatry. Think of the rich young man, right, who kept all the commandments. He told the Lord himself, kept him to a T, except for one, his attachment to wealth over God in the person of Jesus Christ, in whom he was speaking to, who is Lord yesterday, today, and forever. Okay, now let us again pray from our hearts. He's 33 times in honor of the number of years our Lord spent here on the earth. I pray this prayer, beloved, each day from our hearts to make reparation, right? Remember Pope Blessed Pius IX said, in making reparation, we can save a society. Well, that's what we want to do. We want to save the society in America and in the world. So let us pray 33 times, Jesus Christ is Lord. 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 Jesus Christ is Lord 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 Jesus Christ 
is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. And every knee shall bow in the heavens, on the earth, under the earth, and every tongue shall proclaim to the glory of God the Father, our eternal and ever-loving Father, that His Son, Jesus Christ, is Lord. Amen. And that's what our culture needs to understand. You know, we can have all the adages we want on God. And God, we trust, uh, you know, God bless America. All these things are just lip service. But unfortunately, especially in the government, that their hearts are far from him. And God will not be mocked. So all these avenues of this malicious culture of death will close up on a society that does not proclaim that Jesus Christ is the Lord of that society. It only brings disaster. Okay, 13 times, beloved, we are going to now pray the Come Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Again, let us continue, beloved, from the heart. So implore the Holy Spirit to come down from on high to complete the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, to end this insanity that is gripping our world. If we live in the life of the Spirit, we will remain calm in the midst of this upheaval. We will be in that storm, but it will be calm, because Jesus, we know, is at the helm. So from our hearts, let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession 
of the Immaculate Heart to Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come, by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart to Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come, by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart to Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come, by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. In the name of the Father, and the Son, of the Holy Spirit, amen. Now we'll turn to Jerry for our station ID. Yes, Joe, we're listening to the My Jesus Mercy program with Joe Grady on 7.50 a.m. and the new 104.5 FM, Scranton and Wilkesbury, 14.90 a.m. and 100.1 FM, Hazleton, 91.7 FM, New Albany, Dushore, and 91.9 FM, Hotsdale, Altoona State College out there in central Pennsylvania. Back to you, Joe. Thank you, Jerry. And thank you, all the beloved in Christ, for all your faithfulness to JMJ Catholic Radio, which we are so blessed to be a part of. And as Jerry mentioned it, even more power the Lord has given to us to proclaim the gospel message, right? Again, the fulfillment of you will do greater things than what I have done. And that greatness consists, beloved, in open hearts like all those who are part of JMJ Catholic Radio, who give their time and talent to make this station, a station that you, as God's children, can bring hope to so many, and that so many can be even from around the world, as we can be heard around the world. Now, I was just introduced to something last week from my beloved daughter, Mary Kate, about a podcast. As I probably mentioned to you before, beloved, um, I know how to get on to the Internet and to dial up uh, adoration from Neopokalana, but otherwise, I'm Frederick Flintstone when it comes to modern technology. But understand that now uh, we can be heard on a podcast which is uh, something amazing in the sense that uh, you can listen to this program anytime in your con- at your convenience. It might not be convenient for you to listen to us at Friday at the 3 o'clock hour, but now you'll be able to hear us anytime during the course of the week. So uh, that's a good thing. Again, another part of the great promise. So we are grateful for that gift from our Lord and for this station, JMJ Catholic Radio. And with an extremely grateful heart, as I mentioned to you in the very beginning of the program, I'd like to thank the following beloved family of mercy who have helped us pay off my beloved wife Anna's funeral expenses. So I want to thank Rosalie, Karen, John, Melanie, Susan, Christina and Mark, Patricia, Ann, Lee, Dave and Kathy, Claire, Joe and Mary Ann, an anonymous donor, Janet, John and Carol, Patrick, Stephanie and Rick, Kathy and Linda. So I say the funeral expense, which came to six seven thousand two hundred and eighty three dollars. And by the grace of God and your open hearts, 
we will be able to pay that bill off. And we've started paying off the casket price. Okay, we're down to $2,400 in that. And I want to speak briefly because I hope to have in the near future on our program the gentleman, Marcus Daly, who makes these beautiful marrying caskets. And on the casket, the top of it, it has the insignia of the totus tuus, right? The cross and Mary, totally yours Mary on the top of the casket. And on the bottom, on, on the sides, I should say, of the casket are written out the words, Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world and on each end of the casket. Jesus, I trust in you. And these are handmade caskets. They're beautifully done. And they can have ones that are not engraved, just with simple pine or formal oak. Or you can have these engraved in the simple pine or formal oak. And they're beautiful. So many mentioned of my wife Anna's casket, how edified they were with this casket that they could come in see the person and utter that prayer, right? Which is a part, of course, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. If you'd like to investigate these caskets now, which I highly recommend, I mean, so far, by the grace of God, four people who were at my beloved wife's funeral have placed an order for these caskets, to Marcus Daly, or they're about to. Uh, at least three of the people told me they were, and the other fourth person said she will be sending her money in pronto. And it is a great gift and a great talent that Mr. Marcus Daly has. And like I said, I hope to have him on the program to expound of this great apostolate he has for these caskets. And it is a spiritual work of mercy. All this has been through your hearts opening up to help us. We've lived off the providence of God. I myself for the past 33 years, Anna, um, we've been married 28, not quite 28 years. It would be that on the Feast of the Sacred Heart this year. It'd be our 20th anniversary, but for 27 and three quarters of a year, I'll say, uh, she lived off the providence of God, and uh, the Father has always provided for us. There's nothing else I can really say. Not everyone's called to this type of a life, but we have been, and so we trust in the providential care of God, our eternal Father. You know, our life insurance policy is an eternal insurance policy by seeking to do the will of God, right? That's why Jesus was sent, right? And you're open for obedience. Behold, I've come. I've come to do your will, O Lord. And that's for all of us. And you're open for obedience. And that obedience is one of friendship with Christ, not one of fear, he says, I no longer call you a servant, but a friend. And when we love him and obey him, we become his forever friend. 
and that's why we're here in this life. Okay, so if anyone wants to call and find out about these caskets, you can do so by giving me a call at uh, 570-448-6279, 570-448-6279. All right, now, beloved, let us turn once again to our retreat, I Believe in Love, by Father John of the Heart of Jesus. All right, so now we're going to pick up, and let's say a prayer first, invoking the Holy Spirit to open our minds and our hearts up to these those beautiful edifying words from Father John of the Heart of Jesus. And this, I believe, in love is based predominantly on the life of St. Therese of Lisieux. Now, if you've been following, of course, you also know that I add in some of the Diary of Divine Mercy in my soul, all the same heart of Jesus that thrives for us, longs for us, pines for us, if you will, from his heart to our hearts. That's why he has written his law of love upon our hearts. It's not one that is sterile. We make it sterile when we do not seek to do his most holy will. So we say, O Holy Spirit, soul of our soul, we adore you. Enlighten us, guide us, strengthen us, console us. Tell us what we are to say, command us to say it in Jesus' most holy name. Amen. So we pick up one, Sister Marie of the Sacred Heart, the elder sister and godmother of St. Therese, asked her to put into writing what she called her little doctrine. St. Therese drew up the pages where she expressed in admirable terms her immense desires, feeling in her soul the vocation of warrior, priest, doctor, martyr. But she writes, I would not know how to limit myself to one kind of martyrdom. I would have to have all of them. Sister Marie of the Sacred Heart answered her, I have read your pages burning with love for Jesus. Your little Marie is delighted to possess this treasure. Still, a certain feeling of sadness came over me to see the extraordinary desire for martyrdom. There, of course, is the proof of your love. Yes, you possess love but I do not. Have you never had this feeling of sadness, even perhaps of jealousy, which comes from reading very beautiful things in the lives and the writings of saints, with the temptation to say to yourself, this is not for me. It's too great for me. I think that temptation comes to all of us. But when we seek to do God's most holy will, that power will come, as again, as I mentioned, 
We are no longer servants, but friends. And Jesus is our forever friend. So if he's possibly calling us to martyrdom, right, we must seek after perfect love. Because perfect love, beloved, cast out all fear. Sister Marie of the Sacred Heart asked Therese to tell her whether she could love Jesus as Therese did. Therese seized her pen. I am not at loss to answer you. How can you ask me if it is impossible for you to love God as I love him? My desire for martyrdom is nothing. It is not that which gives me the limitless confidence which I feel in my heart. That desire is a consolation which Jesus sometimes grants to weak souls like mine. But when he does not give this consolation, it is a special grace. Ah, I feel certain it is not that at all which is pleasing to God in my little soul. What pleases him is to see me love my littleness and my poverty. It is the blind hope which I have in his mercy, like trusting in his mercy, right? The divine mercy. He told Faustina how he longs for souls to trust in his mercy. And you remember Therese said earlier that if she had all the sins of the damned upon her, she would still trust in the mercy of God. And that's what he wants us to long for. Not that we have all the sins of the damned upon ourselves, but the confidence that we should have in trusting in Jesus. It's wisdom, pure wisdom, in which we should pray, invoke the Holy Spirit each day to give us that gift of trusting in God's mercy. That's why Jesus gave us the divine mercy devotion. And we can just see the portrait that he signed, not on his behalf, but on our behalf. Jesus, I trust in you. As Therese says here, as Faustine would say, this is my only treasure. Why should this treasure not be yours? So she's encouraging her flesh and blood sister, who is also a religious, to trust in God's mercy. And that's what our ministry, beloved, is all about. Me first, that I have to give the example. If I am to proclaim trust in God's mercy, I better be that example. Only, again, by the grace of God, can I be that example. Oh, my darling sister, I beg you, understand your little one. Understand that in order to love Jesus, to be his victim of love, the weaker one is with neither desires nor virtue, the more one is fit for the workings of this consuming and transforming love. The sole desire to be a victim suffices. One must consent to remain always poor and utterly weak. And that's how we should think of ourselves. Always poor 
and utterly weak. It's not a false humility, beloved. It's reality. It's the truth. We are weak, but he is strong. And we trust in his tender love for us, in his fatherly care for us. This is what pleases God the most. This is humility versus the arrogance of Satan who encourages people to be prideful and trust only in themselves. Right? That is displeasing, most displeasing to Jesus, our forever friend. Uh, let us stay quite far from all that shines. Let us love our littleness. Let us love to feel nothing. We shall then be poor in spirit. And Jesus will come to look for us, however far away we are. He will transform us into flames of love. Oh, how I would like to be able to make you understand what I feel. It is confidence and nothing but confidence which must lead us to love. Do not fear that us that do not fear lead us to serve justice such as it is represented to sinners. But it is not this justice which Jesus will have for those who love him. Again, beloved, it goes to our free will. It's a matter of this gift that God has given to us in our free will to turn that will over to him and to experience who he is. And that confidence will flood our souls that we utter ceaselessly in our being, Jesus, I trust in you. And we might take it up a notch to, Jesus, I surrender all things to you. And that surrender novena, which if anyone cares to have one, please contact me and I will most certainly send you out a novena, a surrender novena. My father Delino was privileged to be given by Jesus in trusting not only but surrendering everything. And I feel that you trust in me. Well, Joe, if you trust in me, Mary, if you trust in me, Harry, if you trust in me, Sally, if you trust in me, are you willing to surrender everything to me? Yes, Lord. By your grace, show me how to surrender all things to you. What a wonderful letter, and how hard it is not to quote the whole of it, as I marvel once more at the extraordinary logic of the saints. I'm going to ask Jerry right now. Jerry, if you could please let me know about how much time we do have left in the program. I would guess just maybe two or three minutes, Joe, if that. Okay, wonderful. I thank you, Jerry. That's beautiful news. I'm trusting in your accounting because we had a little technical difficulty earlier, but we've gotten it straightened out. But our timing has to be perfect, so we'll turn it over to the Holy Spirit for that. So with this remaining time, I'm going to 
do this one last paragraph, a little bit of encouragement. We'll say a prayer and place it in the hands of our dear Lord. Like all theologians, little Therese knew that the divine love is a consuming and transforming love. Therefore, the weaker we are, the more fit we are for the workings of such a love. And this is the pure gospel, right? He casts down the mighty from their thrones, and he lifts up the lowly, as Our Lady says, in the Magnificat. So, beloved, let us not think so highly of ourselves. Think more highly of our neighbors and place our way into the way, the small w into the capital W. And when we do it his way, then we have done it the right way. And then the path becomes clearer to be with Jesus, our forever friend. So let us say now, blow it from our hearts, glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. And I encourage you during this Lent, beloved, to make a good confession, if possible, Mass and Communion every day. Build that fortification of God's trust in your soul, that divine mercy be in your soul. Amen. Thank you, Jerry. God bless you now. You're welcome, Joe. Thank you, too. God bless you, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.